You're listening to a Mint podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Why Not Mint Money. This is your host Akshit Rodgi. And today we are going to discuss REITs, real estate investment trusts, how they are priced, what has happened to them in the last 9 to 12 months and is this a good time to invest in REITs? Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started with your money journey. India's largest IT conglomerate TCS recently made headlines by discontinuing its hybrid work policy. Starting from the 1st of October, all TCS employees are now mandated to work from the office 5 days a week. Now this move by TCS, a trendsetter in India's corporate landscape, might just set a precedent for other companies. But what does this mean for the future of work environments and the real estate investment market, especially REITs? Before we dive deeper, let's understand what REITs are. These are trusts that own income generating real estate assets, often held as special purpose vehicles. At least 80% of these assets might be completed or must be completed and income producing REITs are unique because they are mandated by the market regulator CB to distribute at least 90% of their cash flow to investors this structure allows investors to participate in the income generated by commercial real estate assets india currently has three listed office REITs brookfield embassy and mindspace and one listed retail REIT nexus select Retail REITs focuses on properties like shopping centers and malls generating income through leasing space to retailers and restaurants. Now what do investors get from these REITs? Well as unit holders they receive a portion of the net distributable cash flow of a REIT periodically. This includes investment income in the form of interest and principal repayments on loans extended to project special purpose vehicles. and dividends in return for equity stakes in these projects after deducting all expenses at the reit level you arrive at the ndcf or net distributable cash flow but that's not all reits unit also trade on the exchanges like shares offering unit holders the possibility of capital gain or loss in other words reits are a hybrid product that can offer high risk investors attractive yields Now let's take a closer look at the distribution of income among these REITs. Embassy provides 27.2% in dividends, 26% in interests and 46% in capital repayment. On the other hand, Mindspace offers 91.9% in dividends which are tax free and a substantial 8.5% in interest. Brookfield provides its income with 3% in dividends, 58% in interest and 39% in capital repayment. We do not have data for Nexus Select as it listed uh, around May this year and results are yet to come in. One notable thing to consider in is that REITs currently exhibit significant market price to NAV discounts. NAV stands for net asset values. This highlights the gap between the stock market prices and the estimated value of their underlying real estate assets. 
For instance, Embassy is trading at a substantial discount of 24%, while Mindspace shows a discount of 10%, and Brookfield is at an even larger 27 and a half percent discount. Now, what's causing these significant discounts? Well, there are several factors at play. Changes in interest rates can have a profound impact on investor sentiment regarding the future earnings of REITs. When interest rates are expected to rise, investors may anticipate a decrease in REITs future earnings leading to a decline in their market prices. Another key factor contributing to these discounts is the relatively slow and infrequent changes in private market prices and NAVs. Property appraisals or valuations in the private market don't happen as frequently as stock market movements. As a result, public market prices of REITs can deviate from their NAVs leading to discounts. Now let's talk about yields and price corrections. Between February and the end of September, these REITs saw varying degrees of drawdown in their market prices, reflecting fluctuations in market sentiments. Embassy experienced a maximum drawdown of 13% and currently stands at 9.6%. Mindspace had a max drawdown of 12.6%, while now the drawdown drawdown stands at 6%. Meanwhile, Brookfield saw a max decline of 17.5 to approximately 18%. In in contrast, the newly listed Nexus Select Trusts, which operates malls and hotels, which uh, listed in May, didn't experience any drawdown drawdown during this period. In fact, its market price is up by a staggering 21%. Now, because of these drawdowns, the yields from these REITs remain attractive as of September. In February, Embassy had a yield of 6.8%, which has increased to more than 7.2% in September. Mindspace yield went from 5.7% in February to more than 7.1% in September. And Brookfield, Brookfield's yield increased from 6.1% to more than 7.9% or close to 8% during the same period. We don't have Nexus's data, but the data from the IPO uh, sheet that we had, uh, if we equate that, then the yield is about 6.5% as of September. Now, how did I calculate or get to this yield? So, I just divided the distribution per unit provided by them by the current market price. Now let's compare the performance of Nifty REITs and INWIT's total return index with Nifty Reality Index during the same period. While Nifty REITs had a price return of negative 12.5%, the latter showed a significant price return of 35.7%. However, when considering yield, Nifty REITs and INWIT's total return index had a yield of 0.35%, of 6.8%, which is much higher than the 0.35% yield of Nifty Reality Index. Now, this suggests that the recent decline in office REITs prices may not be solely because of market volatility, but could be a result of weak fundamentals. But why are REIT prices down? Rising interest rates have cast a shadow over the real estate investment landscape, impacting both commercial and residential markets. The Federal Reserve's swift monetary tightening policy and higher for longer stance has made real estate owners grapple with challenges in obtaining financing or refinancing their existing debt. This is primarily due to the increased cost of debt, lower property valuations and more conservative loan-to-value requirements. 
Lenders vary of the office sector now demand a larger or higher safety margin. However, financially robust REITs with capable management teams can navigate these challenges by implementing rental rate increases and other measures. So interest rates have a negative correlation. So when rates rise, their market prices, REITs market prices tend to fall and vice versa. While the Fed's hawkish and high for longer stance, as I discussed earlier, is creating pressure on REITs globally, all over the world. And as interest rates stay high, uh, it is still a phenomenal opportunity to buy high-quality Indian REITs at the prices that are available now. Furthermore, investors are becoming increasingly skeptical about the long-term office demand. Demand for office spaces as hybrid work arrangements gain acceptance among employees and employers. Actual office traffic remains at approximately half or 60% of pre-pandemic levels and layoffs in certain sectors, certain startups, tech, EDC, coupled with cost-cutting efforts by companies are contributing more to this uncertainty. The rise in interest rates has also presented investors with alternate fixed income options like FDs, government securities, or AAA, AA rated corporate bonds, which offer comparatively better yields and safer revenues than REITs, uh, according to the India, Indian investor mindset. However, consequently, REITs have seen some price drops, which to some extent have increased yields in the last 9 to 12 months uh, to enhance their competitiveness in the income-focused investment landscape. And obviously, you couple it with the capital gains if the REITs market-wise increase. So, it is still a good uh, investment avenue to look for the retail investors. While market experts advise caution, even buying more REITs units isn't the right move for you at the moment. Don't rush to sell the units that you have, but REITs are not in a bad place overall. It's primarily investor sentiment that has changed. And since markets are notoriously volatile, it might be the best for you to view the drop as an opportunity. And that's a wrap for today's episode of Why Not Mint Money. I hope you found this discussion on REITs and their recent performance insightful. Remember, investing always comes with its ups and downs and it's crucial to make informed decisions based on your financial goals. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover in the future episodes, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or X and LinkedIn. Until next time, stay financially informed and ask yourself, why not mint money? To stay updated on this podcast, follow us at HD Smartcast on all the major social media platforms. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.hdsmartcast.com. Smartcast.com.